Hello, everyone. And uh, by everyone, again, I also mean just anyone. And by anyone, I'm just going to start saying hello, listener, because I'm not trying to address everyone. I'm just trying to address you directly, whoever is listening. Welcome back to Yeesh. And yes, I am still doing this. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But here we are yet again, yeeshing it out. You know, it's funny. It was originally we weren't going to call this yeesh. We were originally going to call it now what? Because, uh, you know, that's just a phrase I say after I finish a conversation. I just go, okay, well, now what? But um, then I looked up. And that's why I said now what at the end of the first episode, because uh, initially that was the title. And then we were... Uh, we just did a little research, just a simple search in the browser and found that there's another show called Now What that was actually doing pretty well and successful. And, you know, now I look back and I think, I don't care if this is successful. I'm not trying to make it successful. I don't anticipate it to be. But uh, I like Yeesh more. It's a little bit more niche. It's it's uh, It's got something to it that's unique and different and stands out. And I like it. So... Why yeesh, you might be wondering. I don't know. I just say it, okay? I say yeesh, and that's what the, that's the name of the show. So we're not going to dive into that ever again. I'm never going to explain why we call it yeesh, ever. And uh, if you're listening to this, you're just going to have to deal with that for the rest of your life. Because I'm never going to end this. I'm going to do this until the day I die, folks. That's right. And I'm going to die at a very old age of 95. That means that people are going to be listening to this for decades. That's right. In the uh, once we get to the year like 2075, people are still going to be listening to podcasts, believe it or not. It's going to be so clear. It's going to be like I'm sitting in the room with you. It's going to be fucking awesome. So what are we talking about today? Well, it's time for our first segment. No, I'm just kidding. We're never going to do segments ever. But I was thinking about it. I was like, what if I, I was trying to brainstorm some segments for the show. I was like, that's, I don't plan anything anyway. So why would I plan a segment? If I don't plan. That just ruins the entire show. I was thinking about what if I just did a segment where my, the whole goal of the segment is to intentionally off put the listener. My whole goal, my whole aim is to try to get people to just turn off the show. And so the whole segment would be just me spewing the most ignorant, offensive things I could think of just dropping the n-word with a really hard r and it's just saying a bunch of racial slurs and homophobic things and going all as politically incorrect as possible and then i just say everything ass backwards i deny facts and logic all just to get people to turn off the show that's what i'm going for here guys it's gonna be i don't like saying guys i feel like a youtuber if i say guys what's up guys uh how we doing today guys what's up guys hello everyone no i do say hello everyone though People are like that, though. People do deny, like, I mean, yeah, that could be a segment, but that's also just how real people are. Like, it might actually attract an audience if I did that. <laughs> There's people that are just that hateful, homophobic, misogynistic, racist, and dumb that would actually tune in and be like, yeah, this guy's making sense. So that's why I can't do that. There's people that just deny... There's, there's a lot of dumb people. I ran into some today. I was I remember thinking last year, uh, I was, I don't know, maybe at a library or somewhere doing some studying. And I hear uh, this, there's this girl getting tutored in math sitting near me. And she just says to her tutor, she says, "How this doesn't make any sense. Like she, she says that the math doesn't make any sense to the tutor. And I just remember in that moment thinking, what are you talking like? 
I, I get what she was saying. I get the sentiment that she didn't understand it, but that's what she means when she says it doesn't make any sense. She won't take responsibility for not understanding it. She puts that on, she blames the math as if it's the math's fault that she doesn't get it. The math doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, the math is, makes more sense than you do. The math is concrete. That is all the sense. It's the most logical, sensible thing that there is. It's math. It's one plus one equals two. Yeah, it makes sense. You are just too dumb to understand it. And look, I'm dumb too. I'm not good at math, okay? I managed to get through Calc 2, and that's as far as my math will ever go. And I'm, <laughs> other than that, I'm decent at statistics. But to say that the math doesn't make any sense, no, it doesn't make any sense to you because you're too dumb to understand it. And I think people need to get that through their heads. I'm saying you as if I'm talking to the listener, like I'm accusing. No, no, no. The listeners to this are probably pretty, um, well, they probably don't exist. So I can't remark on them because nobody's listening. At the end of the day, we all know nobody's listening. But yeah, that's my favorite. So next time you hear somebody say in regards to really anything, but specifically math, they say this doesn't make any sense unless it, what they're talking about really doesn't make any sense. Like if they're reading a book and there's just some non sequitur sentence that says uh, banana cream pies go great on meatballs with uh, 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 ah! it just says that or something that would that doesn't make sense. That's a reasonable moment to say this doesn't make any sense. But if they're reading, I don't know, a math textbook <clears throat> that is teaching them about integrals and they don't understand it. And then they say, well, that's a, this doesn't make any sense. It's so stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Call them out and be like, no, it does make sense. It's math. It makes perfect sense. It makes the clearest sense that you can think of. And you just don't understand it. Take responsibility for your dumb fucking brain. Look, I sound really mean right now. And the truth is, I'm mostly talking about myself. I do that. I'll be like, this doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. And I won't. I just don't take responsibility. I'm, an, I'm one of those people. I'm an asshole. One of my other things I love to talk about is when <laughs> teachers used to tell students in school, use your context clues. You guys like that phrase, context clues? Like there's like as if there's clues laid out in books to help you understand what's going on. As if they're, 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 they're calling them clues, like they were intentionally set there to help understand what's going on in a situation. Because there's kids in school that are just so dumb that they can't understand. They can't read a sentence or a story and connect the pieces of the puzzle. A really simple story, too, a simple sentence like um, the man uh, grabbed the leash to take his dog on a walk. People can't understand. Kids that don't understand what that sentence means, they can't be like, "Well, what's he doing?" Or blah blah. blah. They use your context clues. Where do you think he's going? Like the the context clues. It's just context. It doesn't have to be clues. Clues implies that somebody set them up to help a per, to help the reader understand. But it's not. They're just. It's just part of sentence structure. It's a really simple thing. And I love that people have to learn that. They have to learn that as a skill. And here I go again. I sound pretty narcissistic and, you know, like I'm talking shit to dumb people. But it's I'm not. I'm not it's very smart. I'm very, very average academically. Right in that middle of the bell curve. Uh, no, I just, it's funny to me that there's kids that don't understand context and so we have to teach it to them as context clues use your context clues guys the man was walking his dog and they were headed toward the park <clears throat> where were the man and the dog going a the park b 
the zoo. C, the school. Or D, home. And people, you have to use your context clues. Where do you think they're going? Read the context. It says they were heading towards the park. Do you think that they went to the school then, Jimmy? Or Victor, in my case. I hope Victor doesn't hear this, but shout out to Victor. And if anybody knows me that graduated with me from high school, you know who I'm talking about. Victor, I won't drop a last name. But yeah, he was the kid that needed the context clues. I probably shouldn't have done that. (laughs) I don't care, though. I mean, yeesh, am I right? (laughs) Oh, context clues. Beautiful weather today, though. Yeah, I'm going to be that guy now. The guy that talks about the weather. My favorite weather is about 58 degrees and cloudy with a little bit of rain here and there. Uh, But it's not, it's nice air. It's perfect, perfect temperature. I love that it's like gloomy outside because it gives me an excuse to be inside. I'm kind of an introvert. I really, at the end of the day, I don't like, I don't like leaving my apartment. I don't like interacting with most people, as you can probably tell. So if I have a good reason, I feel guilty if I stay inside and it's sunny outside. I'm like, I should be outside. I'm being that gross guy that's inside right now. But uh, this is perfect weather for me to stay inside. And then when I do go outside, I feel even better because I'm like, yeah, I went outside and it's gross. out. But it's not gross to me. This is this is the best weather possible. What pisses me off is that I can't find a place in the whole world that isn't this temperature year round. Like 60s, low 60s, mid 50s. I'd say 55 to 65. That that 10 degree increment would be the perfect place. Some days cloudy, some days sunny. That would be just phenomenal cuz I don't really need snow. If I'm going to get snow maybe just a tiny bit a year around Christmas and that's it. And I really don't need to be that hot. I hate the heat. And, you know, I used to be a guy that hated winter because I get a little seasonally depressed in the winter. And I loved the summer at first. But, you know, that has changed, especially this year. I hate the heat. It's been, you know, in the upper 80s and 90s for like a month now. And I hate it. And now that it's finally, you know, in the 60s and 50s, it's probably going to go away soon. But I need to find. So if anyone that's actually listening, which I know nobody actually is, but if there is anybody out there listening, hit me up and tell me where to go, where I can find this kind of temperature year round. I just want it to be fall, Ohio in the fall, year round, my whole life. Might look into Seattle. I've heard Seattle stays pretty cool. I know it rains there a lot. And it gets pretty cloudy. Never been that far west. Nobody cares. Nobody's listening. <laughs> Oh, what else can I talk about today? See, I woke up and I showered. Uh, My shower is pretty weird. It's a handicapped bathroom. I'm not handicapped, but it is a handicapped bathroom. And so I have one of those, you know, like removable shower heads. And uh, I don't really like it that much. Mostly because I have a habit of ever since I was a kid, I love to sit in the shower and just, you know, at my home, we had a bathtub, like that slash shower, so you could sit in the, uh, so you could, oop, I don't know what just happened there. I think we're good. So you could sit in the tub and you could, you know, let the shower just run all over your body and it was great. Just it'd be like, oh, it was incredible. It's like getting a massage from the water. It's just a normal shower, but you're seated. And I told people, I thought everyone did that. I thought everyone went in the shower. They sat down for a couple minutes. They could wash the body while they were sitting and then like just let the, you know, enjoy it for a little bit and for like five to 10 minutes, then stand up, wash your hair and get out. I thought that was the normal routine for everybody. But apparently I'm the only person I know that does that. Now, 
I don't get to me. It's incredible. It maximizes your shower experience. But apparently everyone else just gets in, washes as quickly as possible and gets out. Now, kudos to you for saving the water, even though it's an infinite resource because of, um, you know, the whole water cycle. So I will never understand that. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, it moves around the planet. If you're, you know, there might be a drought. Maybe don't live in the desert, Vegas. God damn. But uh <clears throat> I don't know. I, I didn't know that people were so hasty about showers. People get in and get out and that's it. And also, I, I do this like a little whole thing where I, I hate being cold. I hate being freezing. Now, I know I just it sounds like a contradiction because I said I like the colder weather. I hate being freezing fucking cold. And when I get out of the shower, especially in my current apartment, the AC is blowing because um, it's 90 degrees out apparently year round. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm being so dramatic. But I hate being cold. So what I'll do in my ritual is I'll uh, I'll keep the shower curtain closed, grab my towel, drive myself off in the shower where it's still steamy and warm. That way I can get out and it's like perfect. And I love it. I think if people showered like me, um, they, they would waste a lot more water, to be honest, because I take very long, unnecessary showers, but they're incredible and I love it. And the thing about my new shower with the handicap, it's just a little square shower. It's really uncomfortable to sit in there. It's not, it's not very good to sit in and it's really frustrating me. I, I might look for a shower chair or something or just get a lawn chair to sit in, in there just to maximize my experience. Cause sitting in the shower is phenomenal and everyone should do it. Yeah. Shower time. I want to go take one right now. That sounds so nice. Could really go for a sauna. Sweat that stuff out of my body. Oh, I do feel a little bit guilty having a handicapped bathroom, not being handicapped, but they wouldn't have put me in here if they a handicapped person needed it. So I guess I'm not really wasting it or taking up anything, just using what was available, making use out of something. Speaking of handicapped people, reminds me of a story. Story time, everybody. This is a funny one. <clears throat> At least to me, this might come uh, across as offensive to you if you're listening. Um, I work at the zoo in the summers as a bartender and I do catering and all of that stuff. And this year they hired a new dishwasher. We've had a new dishwasher every summer because, well, dishwashers tend to be people that don't last very long in jobs. Sorry if you're a dishwasher and you're listening to this. And so this year they got a new dishwasher. His name was James. Uh, when I first met James, I don't know. I thought something, he was a little weird to me, but he was really nice. Very, very, very nice guy. He's big. He's kind of fat, um, but super friendly. And I liked him a lot. Uh, but I knew he was like a little off. And to me, he seemed like he was a little bit slow. I didn't really know what was going on with him. And uh, he kept dropping shit every time. I mean, we'd be doing, you know, catering and we'd be serving food at weddings and stuff. And then we bring the dishes back to the dish pit and he'd be washing them and he would just constantly be dropping plates. And, uh, so after about my first week back at the job, talking to my boss and he goes, Oh yeah, James, he's, uh, he's blind. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, James is, uh, he's the dishwasher. Yeah. That guy's blind. It's like, holy shit. How did he get the job? He breaks plates. I thought he was just like, he had slippery hands or he was uncoordinated or something. No, the guy's actually an incredible, incredible dishwasher. Now, not really. Here's the thing. He does really well for a blind person. For not being able to see, he is able to clean the dishes uh, pretty well. 
but there still is constantly food all over them and they're still filthy. So usually he'll wash them. Then he goes home earlier than the rest of us. And uh, then we have to, we're stuck washing them all over again. We just take turns in the pit and nobody, I don't think my boss has the balls to fire him because you know, he's a blind guy. You can't just put him out on the street and be like, ah, sorry, you suck at washing dishes, but just give him a job that, I mean, that is the one job in catering that absolutely requires sight. I mean, you have to, you're looking to spot dirty, you're spot cleaning things. Now for a blind dishwasher. Yeah. He dropped a lot. I mean, we would, I'd give him a glass rack, boom, drops the glass rack. There goes 20 wine glass or 25 wine glasses. Uh, Here's a rack of dinner plates that weighs, you know, stacked on top of each other. That's like 50 pounds. And he's got to lift that off this table, wash them all, boom, drops them. There goes 30 of those plates just shattered. We have to wipe that off. And then he steps, he's walking around, his glass goes through his shoe. He's got a cut in his foot. I felt bad for James. I really did. He's a super friendly guy and he was just not in the right job. They could have put him, have him answer phones or do something with his ears or just be a polisher. Uh, I guess that wouldn't work either. You need to be able to see the polish. Oh, James. But that's the story of the blind dishwasher. I'm not making this up. I mean, I, you couldn't make it up. And, you know, here's... I feel bad telling this story, but it's so funny. I can't resist. Uh, One time I drove, we have to drive these golf carts around the zoo. And so I'm driving down to the rainforest. It's at the zoo, of course. And I see um, James is in the back of the rainforest and he's hosing. He's supposed to be hosing down like a tub that we serve uh, like drinks out of. It's like one of those, you know, ice tubs basically. So he's out there, he's got the hose and he's supposed to be spraying it. Well, he's completely missing it. And he's just, he's just hosing down the concrete wall. He's just spraying the wall straight on. And I can see that he's missing it. And I didn't want to say anything to embarrass him. So I just kind of let him do his thing. But I'm like, what is he doing? And he's just spraying the wall. <laughs> you gotta love James though. He's, you know, what a nice guy. There was him and then there was, uh, the mentally challenged James, both really nice Jameses. But I think blind James was a little bit off too. I think he might've had a little autism, like maybe Asperger's or something. I don't know. He's a little out there whenever I try to talk to him or that's just how blind people are. No, I know that's not true. I'm sorry. Sorry for that last statement there, everybody. Look, this show isn't going to be politically correct. It's not even going to be funny. I'm all, I'm not an entertaining person. I'm not funny. I'm not cool. I'm not smart. I'm just a sad, sad little boy stuck in a man's body. No, I'm just I do have a man's body, though, like a dad bod. Not attractive. Not attractive. With my clothes on, it looks good. Once I take off my shirt, though, you're like, oh, what is he? Why is he like yellowish? It's like an olive tone and not in a good way. And you can see my ribs, but not in a good way. And, you know, I have abs, but not in a good way. <laughs> And I still have a little bit of chub at the bottom. I have a nasty, happy trail. Not very happy. But then I don't have chest hair. I have, I'm the hairiest person that I know. Just insanely hairy. My arm hair, my leg hair, uh, my back, my uh, pubes, my face hair. My facial hair grows constantly. It's so annoying. Having to shave my neck every day is just, it's so irritable. <clears throat> Yet I take off my shirt and I even have, you know, I have stomach hair a little bit and I have my happy trail, but then you get to my chest and there's like two hairs there. It's, it's absurd. I look like a freak. 
So that's my body for you guys that were wondering. And I always tell my friends that I look, I look like a person that smells bad. If you look at me, you're like, I don't want to, he looks like he might be stinky. He looks like he's a stinky guy, but I'm not, I swear. I actually smell pretty good most of the time. Unless I like just went to the gym or something, but that's everyone. I smell pretty good. I get compliments. I use Paul Mitchell tea tree shampoo and uh, cream. And that's not a product placement, obviously, because why would I have any sponsors? This is episode two of a show that nobody, nobody is listening to. Not even you that's listening right now. Uh, but that's, I smell like that, which is like minty eucalyptus. It's yummy. It's yummy. It's yummy. And uh, I also smell like brute deodorant, which some people might be like, oh, what are you, a middle schooler? What is this, eighth grade? No, brute is incredible. It's one of the best smells one of the best, but I also sometimes I'll mix it up. I'll use Dove or something else. I'm not a smelly guy, even though I sweat profusely too. Even with the best deodorant, my right armpit is just a swamp. It just secretes pools of sweat constantly. It's horrible. It's horrible. Now, if you're listening to this, which you're not because nobody is, but if you are listening to this, I probably sound like a disgusting, <laughs> disgusting human being. And I can assure you, I am not that bad. There's much worse in this world. And I rate myself a seven out of 10. Pretty good. All right. I feel like I've said a lot today. What did we talk about? The weather. Uh, we talked about stupid people. I remember that. Talked about James, the blind dishwasher. We talked about having a segment where I'm incredibly rude and off-putting. But I feel like that's more of just the whole show than it is a segment, really. I feel like I just the whole show is off-putting. Why would anyone listen to this? They're not. They're not. But why would they? <laughs> oh, we talked about sitting in the shower. All good stuff. All good stuff. Context clues. Don't forget to use your contact clues, everybody. And don't forget to check out Unsung Podcast by 1212 Media, the creators of Yeesh and Lucidity, Ryan Muskin. And give a shout out to Levi, the Schneevi, the Bevi, the Levi Rainey, everybody, for editing this. I did air quotes with my fingers because all he really did was master the sound i don't even want to say master he probably just took out any background noise or echoes and balanced it out and then he added that stupid little intro at the beginning which i actually really like the dun, 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 <clears throat> whatever i don't care i don't care anymore Yeesh. should i still say now what yeah we'll still we'll still just end this second episode on that but i'm not going to make that regular thing it's gonna be very regular it's gonna be the first two episodes you know what fuck it i'm not doing that i'm not doing it today mind equals changed everybody i want to end this before we get to 23 minutes we're at 22 37 so with that being said 